Welcome to our weekly Church on the Rock podcast. For more information, visit us at churchak.org, download our Church on the Rock AK app, or like us on our Facebook page. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy our weekly podcast. going to have from World Outreach Ministry Foundation, Steve Mayanja, a dear friend, come, but let's have a video first. Hello, this is Pastor Steve Mayanja of World Outreach Ministry Foundation here in Uganda. I just want to thank Pastor Jonathan Walker and the church family of Church on the Rock in Alaska for teaming up with Jesus, teaming up with us last year to launch Bogiri Worship Center. Not only launching, you sent money to buy land and you came physically to do medical outreaches, discipling, reaching the children, and Pastor Jonathan ordained officially Pastor Monica, who is a graduate of Yeswakwakala Bible College. This year, I want to say thank you again to the church family of Church on the Rock for sending Pastor Delton and Margie. Maroc and the team, they came to follow up Bojiri community. Many people got born again, continued discipling, reaching the children. It was so powerful. Thank you for the funds you gave us last year. We're able to start a permanent church construction. As you can see, we're able to build it halfway. So this year, I appeal to you to continue supporting Pastor Monica, so that we can build that church building and complete it. We need to finish it so that it will look as a completed project, glorifying Jesus. Teamwork makes the dream work. Jesus blessed people through people. I know together we can change Africa. Thank you very much for serving God reaching their lost, whatever the cost. I love you. God bless you. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. I love that. Pastor Stephen Mayanja. Let's give him a warm welcome. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Too. Hallelujah. Well, when I say hallelujah in Africa, they say back, amen. Let's try it and be like Africa church. Hallelujah. Amen. You are now African. I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so honored to be here. I want to say thank you, Pastor the Millers and the whole pastoral team and the family of Church on the Rock for teaming up with Jesus, teaming up with us to change Africa through the power of the Holy Spirit. God has given me the word. We are going to go right into the word. I'm going to read different scriptures this morning. The first one will be from the book of Acts. Chapter 6, I'll read only six verses there, and then I'll go to chapter 8, and I'll read a couple of verses, and then we'll see what the Holy Spirit has in store for us. Okay, chapter 6, Acts of Apostles, chapter 6, verse 1. Now in those days when the number of disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenistic because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution of food. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable 
that we should live the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over the business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and the Philip and all others, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them, and the word of God spread. Let's go to chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 1. Now so was consenting Stephen's death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the region of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And a devout man carried Stephen to his burial and made a great lamentation over him. As for so, he made the havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Verse 4. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and he preached Christ to them. And the multitude with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed, and lame were healed, and there was great joy in that city. Verse 9. But there was a certain man called Simeon, who previously practiced the sorcery in the city, and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries. For he was a long time sorcerer. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Simeon himself also believed, and he, when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Father, we thank you that you called each one of us. We are just clear, made in your image. We are human beings but you are God Almighty, and you desired to work through us to accomplish your purposes, to take the light and kick the darkness out of men and women, villages, community, and nations. I pray this morning that each one of us, you give us illumination and understanding of treasures hidden in the scriptures. And what I plan to say as a man I left the altar, I ask you, Spirit of God, to speak to us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. It's very interesting when you read those scriptures and when you think about the work of God. 
God is so almighty. God is so powerful. God is so great. He created heaven and earth. But I don't know why he loves us so much that since he created the man, he stopped doing things on on his own. Before he created you and me, men like Adam and Eve, God used to say, let there be, and things were created. Let there be. But after he created Adam, the Bible says he created a lion. Did God give a lion a name? No. He brought it to Adam to give it a name. He created an elephant. Did God give it a name? No. He brought it to Adam to give it a name. You think God didn't know those names? He did. But he's looking for co-workers. He's looking for partners. He desired to work through us. Can you imagine God Almighty saying who will go for us? who is available so we can fulfill our mission, our purposes. The Bible says God himself in heaven heard the cries of the children of Israel in Egypt. And he came and said, I have heard their cries. I have seen their suffering. It breaks my heart and I have come to rescue them. Did God go alone in Egypt? No. He found a man said, Moses, come, I'll send you. Hallelujah. So whatever God does, he depends on us. He wants to accomplish his mission, his purposes through us. Say amen. Amen. He went with Moses. Can I have four people come here? One of you should be a lady. Four people, please. Volunteer who want to preach with me. Four, one of you should be a lady. Four volunteers, quickly come up here. Yeah. All right. So let's say this is Moses. Who who should we make Moses? This one. I saw his, he he goes on front line with his father. Hallelujah. Remind me your name? Peter. Peter. So here is Peter. Let's say now he's a Moses. Hallelujah. And if we go back to our scripture, we read it today. Let Let us call him Philip. Everyone will say, hi, Philip. So this is Philip or this is Moses. Now, when God sent Moses, he did not go alone. He knew that this jar of clay, he needed to come and dwell in the jar of clay of Moses to accomplish his mission. Say amen. amen. So here we see, this looks like a Jesus. So, you said that, Peter? Yes, sir. So, Peter plus Jesus, Jesus came and entered the box of Peter. How many are in the box? There's Peter and? So, there is Moses and there is Jesus. And there is Philip and there is? And then we got the Holy. Women, we are blessed because we have two helpers. The first one is the? Holy Spirit, and then we get a wife (laughs) to help us, and they put us in line. So then God the Father also come and dwell in 
Now, when Moses goes to Egypt, is not a Moses. Moses' feet is not Moses' feet. Moses' mouth is not Moses' mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. You are following me? Because this is a jar of clay. But God desires to come and dwell in the jar of clay. That's why we, the scripture of the theme of this conference say, we have this treasure in the jars of the clay. We have the whole kingdom of God dwelling in us. That's why Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. So when the kingdom of God is within you, the light of the world is in you, the word of God is in you, Jesus is the word of God, and the Holy Spirit is the living water, and also Jesus is the living water. And we have a Holy Father who say, this is my beloved son. Hallelujah. Amen. So even when Jesus was on us, it took Jesus plus the Holy Spirit for us, God the Father, to accomplish the mission. So today when we think about how did Moses go to Egypt and take a nation out of a nation without a gun, but with the presence of God. So I call this a dangerous team. And each one of you, you are very dangerous. Say, I am dangerous. Tell your neighbor, I'm dangerous. Come on, you can say it like you mean it. Say, I am dangerous. Do like this, say, me. I need to hear some people back there say, me, plus Jesus, plus the Holy Spirit, plus God the Father, we are dangerous team. So here we see Moses going to Egypt. The Bible talks about Moses taking a nation out of a nation without a gun. It was not in, there was no need of a gun. There was Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And God the Father. So when Moses was moving, the whole heaven was moving. Yeah. <laughs> now back to our teaching today and our lesson. The Bible talks about in the book of Acts chapter 6. The widows were complaining and murmuring because they were missing food. And they was complaining in the local church. And they went to the apostles, the pastors, and they said we should not be involved into the kitchen business. Appoint men full of the Holy Spirit. So even the early church knew the need of the Holy Spirit. That even to work in the kitchen, you needed to be full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that they chose Philip full of the Holy Spirit. And Philip was not alone. So we can believe that Philip believed in Jesus. Yep. Philip received the Holy Spirit. And he spoke even in the tongues. Hallelujah. And Philip had Jesus, God the Father. And let's see Philip now move on the front line. Go. If the, the persecution break out and every, the widows ran away, so there was no ministry for Philip in the church. But I want to tell you that each one of you, inside of you, there is a treasure. And that treasure is called God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy. Yeah. The whole kingdom of God dwells in you, say dwells in me. I'm dangerous. I am anointed. This is my season to change the world. 
to take the light. Say, I am dangerous. So here we see a man, a younger man called Philip. He's never been at the altar up here. Never hold the microphone in the church. You see, I want you to know that each one of you, you are anointed. And God has invested a treasure in you. And he wants to walk through you to take the light into the darkness. He wants you to be the instrument. He called Saul and he said, he's my chosen instrument to carry my name. Hallelujah. So when Philip leave the place called Jerusalem because of persecution, Peter, you walk. Do you see what it means? Wherever you go, the kingdom of God is moving. When you enter the home, the kingdom of God has entered there. When Moses went to Egypt, the kingdom of God went to the kingdom of God led the people of Israel, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. It was the kingdom of God. Yeah. That's why Psalms 114, 114 say, What did you see, River Jordan? That when you saw, you departed. The Jordan River, Red Sea, did not see Moses. It shows God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy and said, I can't stand this. The kingdom of God is coming. And the river, ready to see, and the people moved out. Hallelujah. So I just want each one of you to know that God is calling you his ambassador. So when Philip left the kitchen and went to Samaria, Samaria had a man called Simeon, a witch. The whole city was under witchcrafts, under darkness, dominated by the powers of witchcrafts. People were in the bondages, worshipping a witch doctor. They were all, the Bible said, the small and the great, the rich and the poor. The young and the, the grandma and the grandpas, they were all worshipping Simeon. Simeon, the great power of God. We have so many people lost, and they are waiting for you. God is looking for co-workers to take the light. Say amen. amen. You see, I was a mechanic. Can you put a first picture of the children? I grew up in that village called Seguku, repairing cars. That was my professional, repairing engines. But one day, God spoke to me to start teaching these children. And I started teaching those children. That was my village. Poor, nothing, no electricity, no water. But I'm a mechanic. I got born again, received the power of the Holy Spirit spoken tongues. And I went home. My family had set me apart to be the priest of our family gods. So when I got saved, 
I received Jesus, I received the Holy Spirit, and I received the Father, I went home and got all those gods and put them on fire. And my father and mother thought they lost their son. Some thought I lost the mind. Some waited for me to die. I haven't died. <laughs> I got born again in 77, 1977. I was 19. Now I'm 66 years. And I haven't died and I'm not planning to die yet. <laughs> because there are so many devils I have to kick out of Africa. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, what am I saying? You see, a mechanic started teaching the children. Put another picture. Those were my kids. That's what I started with. And then because we grew up in the war, country, death everywhere, you go to school, you see dead bodies. The, the, what I remember is my father hiding us in coffee plantation from soldiers, so we survived. Poverty, nothing. My cousin and his wife were killed. And when they were killed, a family in Seattle heard about it, that a couple was killed, and they left a boy of five years, a girl of three years, and another girl of one year. They dared to come to Uganda, where everybody was running away from civil war. It I mean. And they came because God said, go. They came to adopt those kids. And when they saw me, saw the picture of that lady, that was me, hallelujah. You see how <laughs> hungry, no, I mean nothing, hallelujah. But I had a treasure in me. Hallelujah. God doesn't care about your background, your history. Once you receive the kingdom of God, you become a dangerous team. He can use you to change the world. Say amen. So that lady and her husband, when they were processing those documents for the orphans, I saw this husband, a tall white man, crying. And I said, I wonder what's wrong. <laughs> and then he said, God is speaking to me. He brought me here to bring these kids, but really he wanted you. And I said, to do what? To go to Bible college. I have to sponsor you to take you to Bible college in Seattle, where my wife went. And I said, I am a mechanic. In the church, I'm Asher. I sing bass in the choir because when you are singing bass, you are safe, you are back here. I'm not a leader. I don't do Bible college. Many of us, we don't know that we, in this jar of clay, God has put a treasure that can be used to change the world. I saw this man crying. When I refused, he handed me his card. And he said, this is my address. One day the Lord will speak to you. You let me know, and I bring you over. He left. That was 1983. I continued repairing a car. I continued doing my being usher in the church. Is that bad? No. You can be an usher, but God has a bigger plan through you. You can be singing bass, but God has put a treasure in you. That can change the world. Say Amen. So, in 1985, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Those kids came at my house because the company I was working for gave me a bicycle. And all these kids came, born again, man, we want to see your bicycle. So I was giving them a ride on my bicycle. 
And then after that, they were going their way, and the Holy Spirit rebuked me. He said, is that only what you can offer to the children I brought to you? So I called them, as you saw them, that as they were, because we were poor, and I gave them the treasure, because they were living in darkness, and I had the light. That God said, let there be light. I was hiding the light. The children came and I was showing them bicycle instead of showing them the light, Jesus. So some of us, we keep quiet and we let our light covered. I almost missed my destiny because I was showing them the bicycle and the Holy Spirit rebuked me. God has put a treasure in each one of us. Say amen. amen. Say I am anointed. This is my season to show the world the light. You are the light of the world, Jesus said. And I was hiding. So that family sponsored me to come to Seattle Bible College. They bought me, they got me a, type, uh, a ticket to come. These people sponsored me. I finished, and God spoke to me to go back to Uganda. And in the vision, I was praying and fasting. And in the vision, I saw this man. Can you put that picture again? The man and his wife. That's Ron DeVoe. Some of you maybe know him. And Mama Shuri DeVoe. I met them when he was 51 and Mama Shuri was 51. I was 29. But I saw them in a vision. God told me, go back to your village and start a church. I said, Lord, how do I start a church? I know how to minister to children, but I don't know how to start a church. And he showed me this man. And he said, take that man with you. I have called him. You and him will do my work. I looked at Seattle Bible College. There was no that man. My friend took me to their church, two hours drive. And that's where I saw that man. And I saw him and I said, that's a man I saw in the dream. And I went to him and I said, sir, you are the man. God told me this year, that was 1987 in January. God told me this year in, July, in June, I go back to my village to start a church, but he told me you are the man to, I'm taking you with me to my village. <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> me? Africa? Uganda? Idamin? No, I don't do Africa. June, I'm going to Spain. So, young man, you go do what God wants you to do. He grabbed his wife and they left me. <laughs> but if you want to know the details, I've written some books. I have three books. God knows your number. God knows where you are. He wants you to show the light. Number two is without spot and wrinkle. They are over there. And number three, on ego's wing. I'm working on be led by the Holy Spirit. So, now let's go. When Ron accepted, God worked out a miracle, and he talked to him. He ended up in my village. He preached, and I was translating in my language. The first day, over 70 people got born again. In the evening, over 30, and we started the church. I came back here, finished the Bible college. I became the pastor, senior pastor. We planted now. We have planted 357 churches in Uganda. We are in eight nations, Burundi, Kenya, Rwanda, Ghana, South, in southern Sudan. We're building schools because, and God brought us through Ron. I was able to come here. 
And in Church on the Rock, you have teamed up with us to take, to kick the darkness out of Africa and bring the light. Hallelujah. Amen. We had to conclude with these ones. Now, this is Philip. Philip have never preached here. Philip is like a Stephen Mayanja. Working in the kitchen, repairing cars. I don't know that I have a treasure in the jar of a clay. The only thing the apostle did is to lay hands on Philip to go and be a good food distributor in the kitchen. But he has a treasure. Inside there is Jesus, there is the Holy, and there is Father. And this is what all of us are. What you are doing, you don't know that you, you are full of power. You are full of the light. You have a fountain that can change the world. Your tongue is a life-giving tongue. When you speak the word, life changes people. When you lay hands on the sick, it is not, this is not his hand with your other hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this is not your hand. This is the hand of Jesus. This is the hand of? This is the hand? So from today you are all ordained. Hallelujah. Amen. So when Jesus and the Holy Spirit and Father live in you, lay hands on me. Who is laying hands on me? Father, Son, and the Holy So you are all anointed. Say, I am anointed. So we see Philip, who is despised, he works in the kitchen, he's never got a, a microphone at his church, but he, he's a, a, a jar of clay with a treasure inside. Persecution took Philip out of the kitchen, all his, the people who were serving, they scattered, and he, led, led by the Holy, entered Samaria. When he enters Samaria, the kingdom of God has entered Samaria. Yeah. Yeah. The lamb, do like this. The lamb is healed. The paralyzed are healed. The blind are saying, he never knew he has a treasure inside. He never knew God has invested. Each one of us believers, you are anointed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your hands are no longer your hands. They are God's hands. The Bible says, Philip walked and preached and people listened. Even the witch doctor came and said, Philip, I need that Jesus. Philip led the witch doctor to the Lord and cast out demons. But he's at the local church, he's working in the kitchen. So I have good news for each one of you here, that you are all anointed. Amen. You are all dangerous. Amen. You are all, this is your time. You see, this is your time to serve God. One time you will pack up and go to the other side. You will see what God would have done through you. And you say, God, can I go back? I say, no. So you better work now. Say, amen. amen. 
the Bible says that there was joy in the whole city when they, they forsook the witches and followed Jesus. Each one of you, you are anointed. And God wants to use you. This is your season. This is your time. If God can use a mechanic repairing cars to do what we are doing, God can use you. Say amen. amen. So the good news I have for you is you are all anointed and this is your time. You will never have another time. Allow God to speak to you through you. When God wanted to start a church movement, he found a young lady, a virgin girl, planning a wedding. He said, Mary, can you work with me? Can we borrow your womb? Sure. She didn't even call her husband and her fiancé. She just said, I am available. And she became pregnant. And Joseph saw and said, I have nothing to do with that. I am, I am a man walking in purity and righteousness. No sex before marriage. And God went and said, Joseph, can you work with me? And Joseph joined the team. So Joseph and Mary, the vision they, have, they had was to bring a savior. Innocent Mary, innocent Joseph, accepted to become the instrument to bring the light of the world. God is looking for people who can be available to be used to bring his light to your family members, to your neighbors, to your friends, to your workmates. Hallelujah. So as I conclude, I just want to ask each one of you, I know you might think, no, that is for Pastor Chris. That's for the people who stand up there. But God, the theme God has given to us as Church on the Rock family this year, this, we have that treasure in the jars of clay. Each one of you, you have a treasure. That treasure is called Jesus. Louder. So the whole kingdom of God is in? No, not you, me. The whole kingdom of God is in? So you are all anointed. Hallelujah. Say, I am anointed. I am dangerous. This is my season to let my light shine in Jesus' name. Now, if you believe that, that God is going to use you and you are ready to be used of God, can you stand on your feet? Those of you who are ready. Those of you who are ready. Hallelujah. Now you are ready to be used. The first thing the devil says, you know you are not. The devil is a, a liar and the father of? So if you have never received the Holy Spirit, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. God is going to anoint you. And from today, you are not going to be just a hidden treasure. You're not going to hide the treasure anymore. You're going to feel that power, that fire burning in you to preach the gospel. Are you ready? You are ready for that? Let's raise our hands. Say, Father, 
in Jesus' name. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for calling me. I am ready. I am available. I invite you, Jesus. Come into my body. Come into my life. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Heavenly Father, I welcome you. You are the treasure. Come into my life. Baptize me with the power of the Holy Spirit. From today, I am anointed. I am dangerous. This is my season to let my light shine. This is my season. I will not hide my light. I am anointed. Holy Spirit, change the world through me. Heal the sick through me. Let revival come through me as you use me. Revival, revival, start with me in Jesus' name. Devil, you have no power. I am anointed. I am dangerous. I have the treasure, the kingdom of God. And from today, no darkness, no sickness. No disease, no pain will stand the presence of God in me, in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for these men and women. I pray and live the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Spirit of God, come upon every man and woman. You came upon Moses and you took a nation out of nation. You came upon Philip and you changed the city of Samaria. I pray, Spirit of God, let revival break out through every man and woman here. Let them become revived that they cannot hold the power, the word in, in them, but they will let the light shine in the name of Jesus. I pray that signs and wonder will follow them in their families, in schools, in the universities, in their places of work, wherever they go, they'll hear the gospel, they'll hear the voice of God telling them, let the light shine, let the light shine, let the light shine. In Jesus' name, and everyone say, I love you, may God bless you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts and to discover how you can connect, visit us at churchak.org or download our Church on the Rock AK app from either iTunes or Google Play.